0: Coming up on today's WAC podcast, NFL Draft. We had our first player selected from the WAC since 2013. Speaking of WAC in the pros, a former WAC pitcher makes his Major League debut. And Abilene Christian, they need to make some space in their trophy case because they got another one for men's golf. We'll talk with head coach Tom Shaw, all coming up on today's WAC podcast. Welcome to the WAC Podcast. Today's episode is presented by Hercules Tires. And now, here are your hosts, Eric Danner and Kendra Sheehan. Welcome to the WAC Podcast, Eric Danner along with Kendra Sheehan. We are winding down the spring sports. We're now in May. Got through May Day. We're at Cinco de Mayo, if you will. Yep. May the 4th has passed. Be with you. Yeah. And...
1: Star Wars reference. i get you. Yeah.
0: Cinco de Mayo, a big deal here in Colorado where we do the show. So, a lot to be excited about. we got championships coming up next week. We have a championship to talk about, but we start with the NFL draft, mm-hmm. which also happened last week in Las Vegas, where our men's golf championship just outside of Vegas happened. Zion McCollum, first whack draft pick since 2013, and that's because we dropped the sport of football. Sam Houston defensive back. Goes in the fifth round. We we had talked about it quite a bit on the show that he, he had that possibility of being the first draft pick, and sure enough, he was.
1: Yep, fifth round to Tampa Bay. It was pretty exciting. I know we had talked about where he was going to go. So I spent was it Saturday? Yeah, all day Saturday, kind of with my eyes on the on the on the screen, and I was monitoring too. So I was doing doing multiple things at once. Whoa. And then uh, Zion was actually announced on a, a lower one of the lower thirds during. I think it was, it wasn't Taco a commercial. commercial, yeah, it was some sort of commercial break or some story that was going on, but it wasn't. And then they came back to him and of course had great things to say. He was really impressive at the um, Combine and so really excited to see where, where he goes, uh, not where he goes, but how he does at the next level. And of course, he wasn't the only, he was the draft one, but he wasn't the only guy that had some free agent deals with uh, with different NFL teams. Tristan McCollum.
0: <laughs> yeah. His twin brother, twin brother, gets to stay right, uh, right there in town. Gets to uh, go play for the hometown Houston Texans. Yeah. Also, Jaquez Ezzard signed with the Washington Commanders. Remember, mm-hmm. they have a new name, and he—he he was a guy we thought might get drafted. Uh, he's a returner, receiver. Uh, winds up getting one of those priority free agent deals with the Washington Commanders, and also Stephen F. Austin's Rashad Nichols. Goes to the Baltimore Ravens, so he gets to stay in purple.
1: Yeah, and then uh, Tarleton's Devin Hafford, a WAC Defensive Player of the Year, signed by the Patriots. So some WAC guys getting their, uh, getting their toes wet into the uh, world of the National Football League.
0: So that'll be exciting, and our, our WAC Football Media Day will be coming up in July. It's, it's May, so it's only a couple of months away. And it's insane. Football starts in August, so that will be here before you know it.
1: I know. Moving right along, though, whack players in the pros. How about Kyle Bradish making his big league start for the O's when they faced the Twins?
0: Kyle Bradish played at New Mexico State. Got to see him quite a bit uh, just a few years ago. He was not uh, a first round pick, if you will, so he had to kind of work his way up through the minors. Always had really good stuff, uh, mid to high nineties on his fastball. Good to see him break through and and get that opportunity to play. In the big leagues uh, for the Baltimore Orioles.
1: Another guy, (laughs) Tarek...
0: Tarek Skubel from Seattle University. Another guy we saw at the WAC tournament a few years ago, left-hander, got called up to the Tigers a couple of years ago, was watching the Rockies, Colorado Rockies play the Tigers the other day. This uh, was on the TV, if you will, and uh, Tarek was just mowing him down. He He is off to a hot start for the Tigers.
1: Yeah, he certainly is. Very exciting. Also, how about Grand Canyon hiring a new men's soccer coach? After earlier this year, it was announced that Leonard Griffin was going to California. a Nice Pac-12 coaching deal out there. So GCU was on the hunt for a new coach for quite a quite a bit, not too long, and uh, they have Mike Kraus. As their new uh, guy to take the helm of the Lopes.
0: Mike Krause spent the past decade in the Phoenix area uh, working with youth academies and uh, taking note of the transformation of the GCU men's soccer program, which of course had Shellis Heinemann, uh for a number of years, and he retired. and Then Leonard Griffin came in, went to the NCAA tournament last year. So He
1: was there for what, one year?
0: One year, correct. Yeah. So a great opportunity for Krause to to come in to a well-established program, a great facility. You had a chance to go there last year to see their soccer facility and that soccer program there. They they played Seattle U in the championship, and the Red Hawks came back and, and won that one. But GCU got the at large bid to the NCAAs, but definitely one of the top schools in the WAC. And remember, we have Air Force and San Jose State and UNLV and some Mountain West schools competing in the WAC and men's soccer. So excited to see what Mike Krauss will do with that program.
1: Yeah, no, our Men's Soccer League is is a very good league. he Of course, yes, has reached three of the past four NCAA tournaments, so certainly a good program he inherits. Over to our championship that just happened, Abilene Christian. Two weeks, two WAC <laughs> championship titles. What a week for them as they win the Men's Golf Championship out in Boulder City, Nevada. Tom Shaw, head coach for the Wildcats. Also coach of the year, very excited about his kid's performance
0: they were not predicted to win this championship no. they were picked fifth if you remember last week New Mexico State's women were picked third use that as motivation oh. so it's like a little motivation here for Abilene Christian being picked fifth but Sam Houston uh, had to be the favorite they were the team one of the eight best teams in the country last year had a, a great tournaments all year long they actually led after the first and second rounds were in that final group only lost by one shot to Abilene Christian but uh congratulations to the wildcats their their seniors their their key players all came through uh Klaus he the he grad was leading, student crushing it he was he was leading as an individual and that and it's funny well you hear from coach Shaw in our next segment but uh, Klaus they they were they were kind of not sure if they'd even be in contention for the championship on the back nine and thought well if Klaus has, has a chance to win the individual championship, we'll we'll take that. But they wind up winning the team championship, got some key putts on 18, and uh, congratulations to them. They're headed to Stockton, California for the regionals.
1: Yep, they'll be the 13th seed, and head coach Tom Shaw will talk about how, uh, you know, no pressure going in. They're just going there to uh, make history once again for ACU.
0: And there's also three individuals selected to play in the NCAA regionals. Our WAC champion, Nathan Cogswell, Will also be playing in the Stockton from Seattle University. Had a a great tournament there outside of Las Vegas and Boulder City. Also, Chad Sewell, the WAC men's golfer of the year from Sam Houston. He will be playing at Texas A&M, along with New Mexico State's Aiden Thomas, who was our freshman of the year last year. He also was selected to play as an individual and will be at Texas A&M.
1: Good luck to all of those guys uh they will be may 15th through the 18th so coming up here in a bit top five teams and top individual not on those teams will be advancing to the men's golf championship so that will be at the end of the month moving right along more champion more champion more may champ. i'm trying to think of more may may more championships whatever two championships in may
0: (laughs) (laughs) well two more two more baseball well yeah that's true at the end of may
1: I'm just thinking of the two that I'm going to. Selfish of me. Man. Three. Three more in May.
0: <laughs> so we have softball and outdoor track and field coming up next week. Softball. Yes. Huntsville, Texas at Sam Houston. You'll be going to that. Outdoor track and field, be in Seattle. University of Washington, I'll be going to that. So that temperature change uh, between the two sites I've noticed 95, 96 in <Hunts1> yeah. Huntsville looking at like 53 54 oh. in Seattle. So pretty I'll pretty take, dramatic.
1: Well, I was going to say I'll take the heat. Well, I'll take the heat because shout out to Sam Houston and their beautiful control room. Shout out I to Sheridan be, McGrew yeah.
0: and Jason Barfield yes. and they're going to have an the air conditioned room for you to uh, produce in.
1: Amazing.
0: That will be outstanding. Softball wrapping up this week. This will be the final weekend of whack uh, regular season softball. Congratulations to Grand Canyon. Already wrapped up the West Division, 17 and 4 record, and they really, uh, during the regular season, 34 and 12 overall, have really kind of. Distance themselves a little bit from the rest of the pack in the West Division.
1: Yeah, certainly. And then in the Southwest Division, Stephen F. Austin clinches that title. So those the one and two seeds will still be uh, determined with RPI and uh, depending because they both have that 17 and four record. But uh, Stephen F. Austin has just really been dominant all season, especially with Cassidy Wilbur inside the circle. Um, now they're on a two-game win streak. But Abilene Christian right there. They're, you know, not right there, but they're on a four-game win streak coming in hot as the tournament soon to begin.
0: Seattle U, the defending tournament champions in second place in the West. Abilene Christian, as you mentioned. It, you just never know when you get into these tournaments when you're maybe writing maybe one or two pitchers, whereas maybe you're using more than that during the year. And you get somebody who's hot, they can maybe knock somebody out. But it'll be a fun tournament that'll be on ESPN+. Plus and uh, as we mentioned there'll be multiple events going on at the same time because you have that going on same time we'll have outdoor track and field going on uh right now we're uh recording this on a thursday we're in the process of talking to all the track and field coaches getting some backstory some really good stuff uh we're able to get today that's going to be matt biamonte and cal charbonneau on the call there you're going to have adam young mary kay morrow in texas for the softball tournament but it's always exciting to, to for this time of year. Uh, we get into May. It's it's springtime here in the Rockies. It's kind of summertime, maybe some other places already. But uh, one of my favorite times of year.
1: I mean, if you're not glued to ESPN Plus this weekend, not this weekend, next weekend, <laughs> next week. This
0: weekend, too. I mean, if you want to watch softball and baseball. You know what? Great We're point. not going to hate on that.
1: Yeah. If you're not glued to ESPN <laughs> Plus for the next Four weeks <laughs> till baseball is over. I don't. I don't want to hear it. I don't wow. want to don't you. Wanna talk to you. Don't even want to
0: talk to you. Yeah.
1: It. I mean, that's the dedication level I'm looking for.
0: So we're going to wrap that up this week. Baseball, only a few weeks left. Starting to get some some shakeout here in the in the standings as well. And remember, for baseball anyway, some teams that uh, some teams are not going to qualify. So softball, CBU. Uh, Dixie, Tarleton all can't qualify because they're still transitioning to Division II. Baseball, same story, but there's more teams in baseball, so there's a few that will not be going, and it's going to be interesting because right now you're looking at New Mexico State, Seattle U, Utah Valley, all within a half game of each other, and one of those teams likely won't be going to the uh, tournament.
1: Yeah, certainly we will come down to this final stretch here. Some of these teams really have struggled throughout the year, but can they kick it into high gear? Right now Seattle use one three in a row. Maybe they use their momentum there. But should be interesting to see uh, how that all wraps up.
0: Grand Canyon, uh, just like in softball, same exact record, right? 17-4. and Whoa. In uh, conference play, and they had another big win in our uh, non-conference, if you will.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they have been killing it on their non-conference slate.
0: They beat Arizona Tuesday be night 11-7 to 7 in Tucson. How about that?
1: Good thing that was on the rundown. I
0: mean, you know, if, if people spend more than five minutes putting the rundown together, they might have seen that. But...
1: 28-minute... Have we have we talked about my 28-minute masterpiece that's going on.
0: <laughs> we got that coming up, too. We'll get to that in just a second. Baseball, Southwest Division, only... Uh, what, what do we got? Three games separating the top four. But uh, two games for the top three, and then one game for the top two. So right now, Sam Houston, Lamar, 1-2. UTRGV, Abilene Christian are 3-4. And Stephen F. Austin right now in fifth place in the Southwest Division with a little ground to make up. Lost five in a row, so the Lumberjacks going to need to turn things around in order to make the uh, WAC tournament.
1: Baseball championship at the end of the month in Arizona. Should be hot, hot, hot. Can't wait for that. To close out our championship season.
0: Will be a lot of fun, and it always is, and it's always very competitive. And it'll be interesting to see, uh, seeing Grand Canyon crack the top 25 in in some polls, and beating Arizona probably doesn't hurt uh, their case.
1: No, they've got an impressive resume this season. Uh, Texas
0: Tech, they've they've have, you know, are they a possible at-large team if they were to not win the tournament? That's that's a possibility. Could we be a two- Could we be a two-bid league this year? Yeah. It's it's definitely- uh, something to be talked about but uh, we are a, a 2 bid league in women's golf we had Sam Houston and New Mexico State both going to the tournament men's golf one bid, Abilene Christian but three individuals we're going to talk with Abilene head coach Tom Shaw coming up after the break Hercules Tires is the official tire of the Western Athletic Conference and for more than 65 years has been providing tires with unbeatable quality at an unmatched value. Whatever the vehicle and whatever the terrain, Hercules Tires invites you to ride on our strength. For a retailer near you, visit HerculesTires.com. Welcome back to the WAC Podcast. Eric Danner and Kendra Sheen. We're now joined by Tom Shaw, the men's golf coach at Abilene Christian University. Coach, Welcome to the show and congratulations on going to the regionals.
2: Yeah, thank you. That's a nice that's a nice way to start this off. Um, we're happy and excited to be there,
0: coach. As far as getting to the regionals, kind of take us back to last week, Boulder City, Nevada. I believe you guys were picked fifth before the uh, tournament began, and you kind of had a slow uh, a slow boil, if you will, to having the the round that you had uh, the final day to win the championship, but. Seems like you were kind of right there the entire week. Did you have an idea that you could win the WAC championship last week?
2: Well, I think there was an idea, and I think our guys didn't necessarily appreciate being ranked fifth uh, going into it, uh, which which I understand that that was done by by ranking. But we had been playing well leading up to that, um, beating some of the teams that were ahead of us. So uh, the guys were confident. We we felt like we were going to be in the last in the last group, probably probably playing with. Sam Houston and, and Grand Canyon. So it, it's, I'm glad it turned out that way. Cause those, we felt like those are the two best teams in the conference and we wanted to be paired with them so we could uh, see what they were doing and match them shot for shot.
1: Friday, you finish the day in third, Saturday in second, of course, that final day, you take home the title, Alex Klaus, the grad student sinks the putt that earns the title. What was that moment to see a guy who's really been with your program for quite some time Earn the championship for the team of course a team effort but describe that moment for us
2: it was just uh, a, a appropriate was the first word that came to mind because alex has been when i joked alex has been with us for 14 years because he's changed <laughs> changed majors four times and he's, he's just he's just one of the best players we've ever had and off the golf course probably even better than that which is which is impressive so it, it was great it came down to him um i even though it's a two foot putt or two and a half foot putt, you still don't count your chickens before they hatch. So there was, there were nerves there, but I think Alex was probably the least nervous of anybody. He just, he expressed that he had a lot of peace out on the golf course, even Fridays round, Saturday's round, Sunday's round. He just felt very comfortable. So I I think I was probably a lot more nervous than, than he was, but it was, it was great to see him finish
0: it off. Coach Alex had had a great tournament and he winds up finishing third, tied for third, I believe, but, that, that final putt that Kendra was just talking about, following on live stats, uh, you win by one shot. <laughs> I, I believe he double bogeyed 18 and maybe the only double bogey he had all week. It, it, I told him,
2: I said, that's the best double bogey you'll ever make right there. Um, just because I don't follow golf stat live scoring because it stresses me out. So I, I, let, I let my assistant follow that. And I felt like midway through the back nine, we were we were losing ground and, and we were, um, I just have that have that feeling. And So I was with Alex, just trying to get him to think about the individual title. I figured, well, the team's out of it. Let's make sure Alex gets the individual title. So I kept him apprised on how far back he was from the lead and just wanted to keep him chasing. If he's in chase mode, he's not gonna try and protect and and slow down. So we got to uh, 17, I think, and my my assistant says, hey, Alex, we've got the lead now, which I thought was shocking because we were as far back as fourth, just a, a hole or two ago. And I, I didn't tell Alex any of that. I just said, hey, Alex, the, the target number for us is the individual. We need to get to nine or 10 under. And so he was always trying to um, progress and move forward. And we get to 18 and the wind's blowing very strongly by this point, left to right, which is a hard win for a right-handed player. And he hit, hits it into a bush and chips out and or takes an unplayable. It, it's, it, it was kind of a mess. But, but I didn't tell him where he was because uh, I didn't want him thinking about that. We just take it shot by shot. And, uh, we're just in a position that I was glad that the double bogey was good enough to, to win. It was, uh, there, there, there are very few good double bogeys, but that was one of them.
1: You had mentioned it, that you didn't feel like being picked fifth in the pre-championship poll did this team justice. Was that kind of, uh. I guess locker room bulletin board material that you guys talked about going in, or was it just kind of like, Hey, let's just, let's play our game and we got to ignore the outside factors.
2: No, we've, we, we haven't won a conference championship. So there, there's no, there's no cockiness or uh, any of that. We know we have to play well to beat Sam Houston, which is a great team and grand Canyon, uh, uh, another very good team no bulletin board material, but, but I think it was just, it was kind of a quiet confidence that our guys felt, Hey, the last two tournaments leading into this, we've, you know, we finished second and fourth. It's not like we're an, an, an underdog uh, too much. So uh, I, I think there was some quiet confidence there. And especially going into the last round where we had proved the first two rounds, Hey, we belong with these guys. And it was just a matter of uh, closing the deal.
0: Coach uh, the, you mentioned, Uh, Being fourth at one point, uh, as you're looking at the live stats and live stats, my camera's not on here, but uh, I use the air quotes because it's not really live because it's every three holes. So it could Mm. change dramatically uh, in the time that the score is up. But seeing that, you know, Sam Houston was in first place the first two days, Grand Canyon was making a charge. New Mexico State was making a charge. What was it that that your team did that final round that had you hoisting the trophy?
2: I think it was just clutch putting, which has eluded has us for most of the year and most of the last eight years, probably. Uh, you know, we, uh, my fifth man, Logan Diamedi had just bogeyed four holes in a row. Uh, Francisco had just made a double bogey. So you just have a feeling like, hey, this is just not, not our day. But then Logan, uh, who is floored, comes off the mat and birdies, makes putts on the last three holes, two for birdie, one for par. And Francisco finishes well, Zane Heisel makes a birdie on the last hole, where the other teams are making bogeys and double bogeys. It, it was just, I'm, I can't say that we flipped a switch, but, but we kind of did, and whereas it looked like we had snatched defeat from the jaws of victory, we, we flipped the script and, and ended up finishing well and, and uh, jumping past about three teams.
1: You flip the switch, you win the championship, fast forward to sitting there, you know, you're headed to the NCAA regionals. You just don't know where you get told you're going to the Stockton regional, the 13th seed. What were the emotions that day as uh, the guys kind of found out, Hey, we're going to California.
2: Well, pretty high. I, you know, they spent years watching, you know, the basketball selection shows and even golf selection shows. And to, to actually be part of that was pretty exciting. And, and the guys, I think. Really got into the moment that we were so excited we we hardly heard anything else. We we really expected to go to Texas A&M just because I thought they would keep us close uh, to to save some cost. But I guess they thought that we should spend some more money and go to California, <laughs> uh, which you know what they they could send us to Japan for all I care. If, if it's a chance to play in postseason and a chance to win a national championship, we'll, we'll go anywhere. So I I think the NCA does a nice job of balancing regional sites to make sure there's not one too strong or one too weak. So we, we feel like, you know, even though we're the 13 seed and nobody expects us to, to be in the top five, well, nobody expected us to be hoisting the, the, the WAC championship trophy. And we feel like we're going out there with really nothing to lose and there should, shouldn't be any pressure on us. We're not trying to protect a lead or anything. We're trying to go there to, to win and do stuff, uh, do, do another step of what hasn't been done before at, at ACU.
0: Just last week uh, at tennis, we saw Abilene Christian uh, come out on top with Coach Nunez and his team, and all of a sudden, you guys win. So the first two whack championships. Uh, did did you keep an eye on that at all? Did you were, did you realize that uh, two two championships in one week, uh, or or were you just focused on the golf tournament?
2: No, we're we're a pretty close knit coaching community at ACU, and you know Juan's Juan's a good friend and uh to, to see him do that is great i think zach lassiter our athletic director is you know is taking credit he's two for two in whack championships and um <laughs> i think track and field coming up next next week so uh i i think you're when your fellow coaches do something well you want to you know you want to hold hold serve so to speak uh and i congratulated juan juan said hey we've done it now it's your turn and now we did it. I'm going to pass the baton to Jared Cook, who's hopefully going to do it at the WAC. But it's it's great to see when you see somebody else doing it, it, it tells you, you you can do it. So, uh, I mean, the WAC is full of great teams and we don't expect to to to, to always win, but it, man, it sure was nice to win, win the first one.
1: And coach, you know, you have just a little bit of time, not too much time to prepare before you head out to California. What's kind of the mindset for, is it just fine tuning some things, just kind of getting out there on the course. What's what's the goal for this week in terms of practicing?
2: Yeah, I think one is to get past final exam week. That, that'll yeah. be nice. Uh, we've got a lot of the guys graduating. So, I mean, they're coming to the end of their collegiate careers academically, and they would prefer their athletic careers to not end uh, too, too soon. So I think we're going to get graduation behind us. And then we have a full week of practice where we will play a lot. It's supposed to be 100 degrees here the next next couple of days, so weather will not be an issue, and we've gotten to familiarize ourselves with the course a little bit, so we kind of know what to expect and what to focus on in practice, and we'll we'll do a heavy dose of that uh, until we leave on Saturday afternoon.
0: Coach Shaw, congratulations again on winning the WAC championship and going to the NCAA regionals. We'll be rooting for uh, abilene christian we always say we can't root from the conference office until we get to the (laughs) to the ncaa's but uh, we will be rooting for the uh, wildcats uh, for you guys to do well at the regional
2: yeah i appreciate that very much thank you
0: all right that is coach shaw from abilene christian we want to thank everybody for listening to the WAC podcast thanks for listening to the WAC podcast make sure to follow us on facebook instagram twitter and youtube and check out our website at waxsports.com.